Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Rob Manis Show on LifeSet TV. We are coming to you live, and we've got a great guest today. The title of the show is America First Republicans Winning in 2022 and Beyond. Now that we know for sure that President Trump is not creating a new party, we know what we need to do. And the first thing we need to do is get everybody that left the party to sign back up to become a member of the GOP and take the party apparatus with America First Republicans. Every day I get this question, folks. What can we do to ensure a party that enacts and protects America First policies? After all, that's what President Trump and his administration were really about, wasn't it? Prioritizing us, the American people, over the interests of the rest of the world. The first thing we need to do is encourage those Trump supporters who left the party to come back for various reasons, get back right away. I myself did that and I'm back. Uh, that's easy. You can do that right now today. Next, I need you to listen to the show today. We have a very special guest that has developed and is executing a plan to take the party from the squish establishment Republicans who want to do what? They want to control the party so they can keep their established Republican squishiness going on. But let's be honest, this plan is the first of its kind that I've seen on such a scale, and I want to help our guests get the word out. This is the action we can all take, and today I've returned to the Republican Party and I am going to volunteer for this plan in my home state. So let's welcome our guest today, who you may have seen on Steve Bannon's War Room Pandemic show as late as today, as a matter of fact, uh, the man who runs PrecinctStrategy.com and author of How to Get Into the Real Ball Game of Politics Where You Live to Help President Donald J. Trump Make America Great Again. Dan Schultz, welcome to the Rob Manus Show, sir. How are you? I'm real good, uh, Rob. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. You coming on. I know that you are a busy man. Bannon keeps you busy quite a bit, as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, well, what happens with Bannon is he, when he has me on, he tells me, uh, you're going to be on for an hour, then it's a half hour. Then you're going to be on for half minutes. So, like, uh, I think I got about four minutes again today. But really this strategy can be explained in four minutes it's real simple it, I, you know it's seventh grade basic american civics that's you know i didn't develop anything i didn't yeah this isn't rocket science this is just american civics getting involved in one of the two political parties i learned this in seventh grade and that's, that's what we have to do and our part of faking you know there's a the russians have a saying i'm told there's only one party, the party in power. We got to get back into power in the presidency. Okay. So what the way yeah. we, the tool for doing that, our organizational tool, as you know, is the re, the apparatus of the Republican party. And we're in a political war. Mm -hmm. We're in a, a, a political war that gets fought by the two major political parties. We conservatives haven't been in charge of our political party. We've we've stood on the sidelines, anticipated. I say that conservatives have, you know, suffer from from 
PPPD syndrome, political party participation deficit syndrome. We got to start participating. It's not hard. It doesn't take more than three hours a month. You don't have to go to all the meetings, although in some states they have meeting requirement rules, but they're pretty flexible about that. But literally, if you mm -hmm. can spend, take three hours away from the internet and, and media and put your fanny in a folding chair at a monthly meeting and learn how to do politics, mm -hmm. now we can start taking our country back. And what I want to see is I want to see this happen as quickly as possible because the best way to send a message to a state legislator or any other elected official is to be able to pick up the phone and call them and say, you know, I just became a precinct committeeman, or I'm in the process of becoming a precinct committeeman, or I am a precinct committeeman. I'm recruiting, and I'm conservative, I'm re and I'm recruiting every conservative I know to become a precinct committeeman. When you say that on the phone, they now they know you're in the real ball game of politics because you're going to be able to get out the vote in that very important primary that they want to win. To go on to the general you got to win two elections you got to win the primary yeah. and then the general primary is most important and so we've been sitting on the sidelines we conservatives not me but a lot of conservatives have been sitting on the sidelines and we've got to invade our party and take it over half of the slots are there for the taking they're just vacant it, it's worse in arizona where i am we started out in 2020 with mm -hmm. uh, and and in 2018 the same only about a third of our precinct committeeman slots got filled by the, uh, we, we do it by the primary election. Thereafter, you can get appointed to a vacancy if your county chairman will appoint you. You mm -hmm. gotta fill up all these slots fast. And that's what I'm doing, I'm trying to do. We, I've been, I was told earlier today here in Maricopa County, we've got about 2,700 of them were filled after the 2020 primary. We have 700 people who have signed up since. So we're going to go wow. from like 2,700 to 3,400 in like three months. That's terrific. That's never happened before. And so thankfully, Bannon has had me on his program and given me a few minutes to explain this simple strategy. It's also explained in my book, and it's also explained at my website, precinctstrategy.com. And I've tried to compile there for every state a little something that I've been able to find on the net about the political parties there. Some states have some really good information online. Other states don't have hardly any information. But I've yeah, and that's tried that's usually an indicator, isn't it, Dan? That yes, it, it the the less information a state party has online or local, yes. uh, the more they they don't want you to really bother them. I mean, that's that's kind of the way I've seen it. Uh, I, I served on the parish executive committee for two terms, two four year terms uh, in southeast Louisiana. And, and I was yeah. puzzled uh, because like you, I, I mean, I, I came to this late in the game. I spent over 30 years in the military, uh, but but I was puzzled that they don't really want folks to know what they're doing on those executive yeah, committees is what I saw. And, and, <laughs> right, right. And they ought to. Um, conservatives want to advertise this stuff, but yeah. the people who aren't conservative, not so much. And so it's incumbent upon ourselves to find the information and 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 then you know get to it, get into the mm -hmm. game, get into the real ball game of politics. You got to join a party, a 
Okay. If you're an independent, you can't be a precinct committeeman. If you're, you know, I say look, right. the real ball players in politics are the precinct committeemen. Everybody else is a yeah. spectator. But if you're an independent, you're not even in the stadium. You're out in the parking lot, you know, because you're not in a party. You got so I say to the independents, pivot, go back into the Republican Party, hold your nose if you have to. I don't care. But become a precinct committeeman, become a ball player, because precinct committeemen elect everybody in the party all the way up to the RNC. So precinct committeemen elect county precinct committee directly. And if there's a, a, a local, like we have legislative district committees here in Arizona, mm -hmm. we elect those officers directly. But then we also elect the electors of the, of the state committee. Uh, um, so I'm a state committeeman. I got to go to the organizational meeting of the state committee and I got mm -hmm. to elect a vote in the uh, election of our state chairman who serves a two-year term on the RNC. My kids did that too. They're eight, they're now they're 20 and, and 22, but they've done it yeah. in two election cycles already when they were 18 and 20. And so, well, and then we precinct committeemen also elect the electors of the state convention delegates every four years. Those people elect the national committeemen and the national committee woman and the national convention delegates. It's real. So, but who gets to elect those? Anybody can run for for delegate right any republican can run for delegate but only right. the precinct committeemen elect them so that's again why you want to be a precinct committeeman precinct committeemen have real political power and when you've got a full strength party in like in my precinct i have 11 slots all 11 are filled it only mm -hmm. takes us about three hours a piece because we cut the precinct up into sectors each Precinct committeeman is responsible for about 125 voters, but we only have to contact about 45 or 50 of them, the ones who don't normally vote, and urge them to go vote. That process, right. when it's done right, only takes about three hours. And my precinct has always been, the last 10 years, near the top in terms of the percentage of Republicans that went to vote. We had, I think we had over 90% of our Republicans vote in this last general election we were in the top wow. 41 precincts in my legislative district and so when you do that in every pre and it varied see some of our precincts only had like 55 60 percent of yeah. the republicans well what if we had gotten boosted it in every precinct where we had all of the precinct committeeman slots filled my legislative district we had 444 slots but only 161 got filled back in 2020 in the primary mm -hmm. that's pathetic it is okay we're not doing a good enough job of finding conservatives look it's arizona there's plenty of conservatives in arizona yeah. there's just not plenty of them becoming precinct committee and I, that's what i'm trying to fix yeah we see the same thing down here in louisiana and in the south and the southeast uh you know uh in louisiana's case I, like i said i was on the executive committee but we didn't have precinct committees uh, uh so uh, I'd like to see the grassroots Republicans come in and reestablish, if they were, ever existed, precinct committee levels and, and change those rules in Louisiana and any other state uh, if that's required to do that. Do, does, is Louisiana unique uh, in that it doesn't have precinct committees no. or, or is that just something that happens all over the country? 
it it, ver it varies uh, uh you know each state is unique <clears throat> i haven't read your L louisiana state bylaws or the election code and how that all works but i do know this for example in maybe this happened in louisiana in in wisconsin <clears throat> now think of who was once the chairman of the party in wisconsin it was this guy named reince priebus right yeah and i know talking to people in Wisconsin. That's where I grew up. It wasn't like, it wasn't more abundant when I was there. When I was there growing up in seventh grade, when I learned all this stuff, I knew what a ward was. I knew what a ward captain was. That's what they're called. They're called wards and ward captains in Wisconsin. And I knew who they were. They were my, my dad and my, my dad's friends. And uh, what happened though in Wisconsin is the Re Wisconsin Republican Party at the very top decided we're going to sort of like not encourage this anymore. And they started doing that in the 60s. And then through the 70s, <clears throat> they let the party sort of wither and die down at the ward level. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm starting to see that reversed now. And yeah. I know several people who have become ward captains now in Wisconsin and some of the counties. And, and they'll, they'll go to the meetings and see and say, I want to be a precinct committeeman. They'll say, well, we don't have precinct committeemen. Well, that's because they don't call them precinct committeemen. They play word games with you, right? That's why you yeah. have, that's why I've tried to find bylaws, which has that terminology in it or, mm -hmm. or whatever else I could find. There's a lot of states have, Texas is really great. One of the best resources pages I found for a state party is the Texas resource page. They've got a precinct, they call them precinct chairs, precinct mm -hmm. chair handbook published on their website, county chair handbook on their website, tutorial PowerPoints that show how the party is structured. And there's a lot of other uh, good links I have with respect to Texas. But like you said earlier, a gauge of one way to gauge a party in a state is go to its web page. And if it's a vanilla mm -hmm. page with no information about how to become a precinct committeeman, then you know who's in charge. On the other hand, if you go to a state like Texas, you see who's in charge in Texas. They want you to become precinct committeeman. They've at least published yeah. the information. So yeah, it's so interesting. We I went to. I, a, I had a, hoped that Donald Trump would have uh, read my book. And, and done what it said, uh, but he didn't, you know? And uh, I've got yeah. a video on my, a, a, a narrated PowerPoint that I created in 2020, January of 2020, on my shows, mm -hmm. how he could have used his resources to completely fill up all of the precinct committeeman slots in the country of the Republican party, but he didn't do it. And I don't know why he didn't do it. If I'd have been him or if I'd have had his ear I'd have told him to do that. And the people who didn't tell him to do that are going to have to ex answer for themselves why, who had access to him, who didn't tell him to do it. Yeah, the party leadership had had very good access to him early on in the administration. I mean, previous uh, uh, became his chief of staff. And uh, I was puzzled by that, too. Uh, you know, I, I'm surprised that I didn't know about your book, Dan, but uh, but. But the instinct in me said, hey, you know, most folks that win governor or president uh, end up being the head of the party. And then they remake the party apparatus, yeah. you know, to suit them. That didn't right. happen under the Trump administration. And, that, no, and it's it, surprising it that it didn't. 
Yeah, it, it didn't. I won't say this person's name, but there was somebody who was very close to Donald Trump. And right after Donald Trump got elected, I emailed that person and I told him, listen, traditionally what happens when a new elected Republican president comes in, he has traditionally been granted the courtesy of naming who he wants the RNC to elect as their chairman. I don't think Donald Trump did that because I don't think anybody around him told him that. And there were plenty of yeah. people around him who told him, who could have told him that, who knew this. The guy I emailed didn't know this, and that's why I told him. But mm -hmm. they didn't tell him. And and that's a tra that's a tragedy because he could have he could have see the 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 rules of the Republican Party say that anybody can be named by the RNC, elected by the RNC to be its chairman. It doesn't even have to be a Republican. Yeah. And I told this person, tell Trump to have me be elected the RNC chairman. I'll grow the party. I'll fill up every vacant precinct committeeman slot with a Trump supporter. But that, of course, that didn't happen. And mm -hmm. there was no influx of Trump supporters into our party. The numbers don't lie. There's been no increase. Yeah. There has in some places where I've been successful in recruiting people, but otherwise, <clears throat> overall, none, including here in Arizona. Uh, mm -hmm. Our chairman, our current chairman's Kelly Ward. Yeah. She came in Kelly. with about two thirds, of, two thirds of the slots vacant, and she just got reelected. Uh, apparently, in January, I was at the meeting. It's not clear that she really was elected, in my mind. But uh, mm -hmm. and there may be a special meeting call to have, do an audit of that election. She's resisting that. But one of the selling points for the other candidates were, hey, look, Kelly promised to fill up all the vacant precinct committeeman slots in Arizona in two years with Trump's borders. She didn't do that. And Trump victory didn't do it. I tried oh, yeah. to do it. I've been trying to do it, you know, mm -hmm. every which way I can. But we've got to we've got to all work together now. We've got to. All of us conservatives have to work together to ourselves become PCs and then become recruiting machines and recruit others by our example that, okay, I became a precinct committeeman. You need to become a precinct committeeman. You need to become a precinct committeeman. And here's why. Just yeah, and at this precinct level, I mean, that's your neighborhood, really, right, Dan? Yes, I mean, the precinct your, is your, your neighbors, precinct right? It's your political neighborhood, right? It's your political yeah. neighborhood. And it's, it, so, it's, it's your neighborhood. And... And so uh, I've recruited my neighbors here over the years. Uh, I've recruited uh, others, strangers, you know, uh, mm -hmm. get to know them. But I find out they're a, a, a conservative and then I recruit them. And that's what we've got to do. We've just got to fill up all these vacant slots, take over our party. Because, you know, I told the Tea Partiers when I started doing this way back in 2009, after Barack Obama got elected, I'd go mm -hmm. to these Tea Party meetings and other conservative meetings and I would say at the end, listen, I can't guarantee you that if we fill up every vacant precinct committee slot with a Tea Party or a conservative, a taxed enough already person, that we're going to yeah. prevent the slide of this republic into socialism via Obamacare, et cetera. I can't guarantee that. But I can guarantee you this. If we don't take over the Republican Party as our first step, we're going to lose our republic. Yeah. I guarantee it. And we're seeing I, it unfold you. yeah. before our very eyes. 
we good, decent, conservative Americans have to get control of this Republican Party. Look at those some of those Republicans that we elect. It's incredible. They voted to impeach Trump, for crying out loud. They never fought for him or any of his policies. They were roadblocks to him. Paul Ryan, yeah. I mean, the mm-hmm. first two years of the Trump presidency, look at what the Republicans did. They delivered nothing for Donald Trump. He had to do almost all of it by executive order. They bring these stupid budgets. They weren't budgets. Continuing resolution after continuing resolution. They never passed a budget. And so we've got yep. to elect better Republicans. And the way to elect better Republicans is to invade our party, fill up all the vacant precinct commitment slots, and come 2022, have every incumbent Republican have a conservative challenger mm-hmm. and all of these conservative precinct committeemen helping to get out the vote for them. Here in Arizona, the average turnout in a primary is somewhere between 25 and 30 percent, if, if we're lucky. That's a golden yep. opportunity. You boost turnout of those lower information, lower propensity voters, Republicans, mm-hmm. for a good and give them a real vote. Look, we got a good conservative here running against a weak incumbent rhino. Please go come vote. We can take this rhino out and replace him with this good conservative. They'll go vote. I know this works because I did it for a candidate here, an Air Force guy, Air Force Academy grad named Frank Schmuck in 2016 in my legislative district. We took out the incumbent rhino. Frank didn't win the general, but we we won in a landslide, and we did it the old-fashioned way. We used mm-hmm. precinct committeemen and Frank's other supporters. We contacted those lower information, lower propensity voters. We got him to go vote. The, the incumbent didn't see us coming. All he did was put up signs. That was it. Send out mailers. But we went directly to those lower information, lower propensity voters using the party software because precinct committeemen get access to that. That's right. And it they works. Do. You identify the right voters, you get mm-hmm. them to go to the polls. So we gotta we gotta challenge every incumbent Republican. We gotta have a challenger for every single one of them. Um, especially in the state legislatures of Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Michigan. and Wisconsin, who failed yeah. their constitutional duty to declare those fraudulent fraudulent, fraudulent, fraudulent elections where they changed the laws, mm-hmm. they didn't have any authority to do that. That on its own was a basis to throw those out, and none of them did it. They had Republican majorities in those states, and they could have fixed it, and they didn't. I want all of them to have challengers. That's my goal. And that's where the responsibility lies, you know, and you mentioned uh, uh, Republicans voting to convict President Trump. Uh, My opponent from 2014, Senator Bill Cassidy, was a lifelong Democrat. That's why I ran against him. But I wish I had an understanding of what the party apparatus was. I was just two years out of the military uh, and, and really didn't understand it, even though I'd been in the Republican Party all my life. I really didn't understand it. And, and we wouldn't have had Bill Cassidy there had we been able to figure that out and, and have an understanding of what it really took because we had the money. Uh, but it is what it is. So just because you lose doesn't mean you give up either, right, Dan? You know, you can try, yeah, try. Right. Uh, look, yeah. I'm still in the fight. I'm not going yeah. anywhere. Uh, right. Heck, 
people ask me if I'm going to run again all the time. And I say, never say never, you know, uh, although right. my wife's got a big, big say of that, <laughs> you sure, know, but, sure. uh, but we've got to, we've got to get people to have a better understanding of how this works in the party. And that's why I wanted to get you on, you know, cause we've got to get your message out everywhere to air, you know, Bannon's great, but he's only got a, he's got a limited audience too. So I want to, I wanted to get it to my audience, which is very activist oriented, was, but was, they don't know the about, things that you teach. Yeah. I was thinking about inventing some sort of a sleep product that you get on the show more often. Uh, that's a joke. Yeah. Um, but yes, I want to get this message out anywhere and everywhere I can. And not just me, you know, that, that, yeah. that woman, um, uh, Maggie Vandenberg, goes by fog city midge she came yeah. back onto the show and she said i listened to what dan schultz had to say i moved to palm beach county florida i went through the steps that he said i'm now a member of the central committee that's how easy it was okay yeah um that is how easy it is in some places i'm getting uh messages from people all across the country telling me i got one guy um a West Point grad, 1998, Army football player in a county in, I I think it was Georgia. It might have been South Carolina. Both of mm -hmm. those states are having their, their process yeah. go right now. In the, and, and he said, I, I listened to what you said. I did my homework. I recruited a whole bunch of people. We mm -hmm. got elected at our precinct caucuses. We the next step and went to our county meeting. I got elected chair. I have a, a we took out everybody. They wow. didn't even see us coming. Yeah. And and uh and and they're at like 70% strength now as opposed to have having been at like 30 35% strength. Mm -hmm. That's I want to get that guy on with Steve Bannon. I sent the guy's email to Steve. I said I'm going to send this to Steve and maybe he'll have you on. Cuz that's the kind of I, there's other stories like that that I I've, I've, I've received. And I hope yeah. Steve continues to put, you know, uh, those kind of success stories um, on his program. But I know he's got time pressures and everything. And so, uh, but anybody else with a platform, like yourself, for example, mm -hmm. I'm so thankful that you're having me on to get this message out because every conservative audience needs to be receiving this conservative message that yeah. actually is a a strategy and a plan for real action to, as I said, we've got to do one thing first. We've got to take back the Republican Party apparatus so that conservatives are in control of it. So we have a better shot at electing better people. I didn't say better Republicans or more Republicans. I said better people. We've got yeah. to elect better people because some of the people who run with an R after their name, they're not very good people. And they're not True. they're not for draining the swamp. They're for the exact opposite. They've got something something in Washington they want for their themselves or their cronies. And that's why they went there. Yeah, that, Mar uh, that Marjorie Green is fantastic. I loved what she said that day on Bannon's program that the that it's an S H I T hole is what it is. Uh, I don't like to I try not to swear that DC is a S H I T hole. And she, want, yep. she wants nothing better than to get the heck out of there as fast as she can. But she had to hold her nose and go there and try to fix things. And you know what they've done to her so far. They've tried to intimidate Absolutely. her 
She's not going to back down. I love that woman. She's fantastic. And so those those are the kind of Americans we get you, right? We get everybody like you elected. And I want to help make that happen because if we don't do it, we're going to lose our republic. We are going to, we are going to lose our Republic. That's why, you know, I mean, you and I, we have served already, but we're, and we're getting older, but I'm not going to get out of the fight. And I'm so glad that, that I saw you on Steve's show and, and, and did some research on this and wish that I knew about the book back in, you know, 2016, 2017 and everything, because, you know, and, and I've got Rob Koenig's comic up on the screen. That's one of our viewers. He talks about career politicians on both sides have used their position for financial gain. They've got to go. We've got to get, it yeah. gets to your point, Dan. Uh, we've got to get better people elected. And you know what? A lot of squish Republicans that I know, and some are friends of mine, don't like Mar- uh, Marjorie Green. Uh, but you know what? I'm glad she got elected because she fights as abraham lincoln said to the naysayers about grant uh when when they wanted him to fire him he said no he's indispensable he fights you know i'll fire everybody else but i'm not going to fire the ones that will fight for us and i'm not talking about fights for their own power and all that stuff but green is actually she's doing it she's taking the action that needs to be done even though they've stripped her of her committee assignment which is un, right. unbelievable and unheard of. But that tells you that the Uniparty, that's what I call the swamp in D.C., is the Uniparty people that have the power up there, people like Senator McConnell, who's done some good things, but also is very powerful uh, and will crush any Republican candidate that gets outside of their the, the, the lanes if he gets the opportunity to. Uh, and, right. and they do it. And they're all working against people like Green. They're all working against her. And we you're right. We've got to get more people uh, up there. And the way to do that is this at the ground level, get into the precinct committees and work our way up. And uh, it, it, how do people uh, find out more about this, Dan? Uh, I know about your website. Uh, I think it's got a new name, right? Uh, PrecinctStrategy.com. Yeah, it's- yeah, it's just precinctstrategy.com. That redirects to the, the original URL, which is a it's a free WordPress site. I did it on WordPress. I did it all by okay. myself, you know. Yeah. I'm not a I'm programmer or anything. I know a little bit. I was actually an information security officer at one time uh, at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. <laughs> my, 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 the colonel said, you guys study computers at West Point, right? Yeah, well, I took a program and go, okay, I'm going to make you the yeah. information security officer. <laughs> but anyways, um, precinctstrategy.com, precinctstrategy.com. And it, the site is, is being uh, revamped by some professionals now uh, to mm-hmm. make it easier to navigate and everything. But it's a real simple template of a site. And you go there, you look for what's there for your state, scroll down, it's off on the right. If you do it on a cell phone, you got to scroll all the way down to view full site, and then you'll see uh, what it looks like on your computer. But it's better mm-hmm. to go to a, you know, a laptop or, or a desktop and find your state, see what's there for your state, learn the terminology, okay? Learn as much as you can online first. Then... Mm-hmm. See if you can contact your county committee. And if your 
if you're in an urban area, you might be like I am, uh, I, you know, I live in a suburb of Phoenix. I have a legislative district committee that's smaller than the county committee. Our legislative district committee has 444 precinct committee and slots. It's based okay. on the number of registration registered voters for your party. But our, my county committee has 7,427 slots or 67, one of the two. Um, much bigger committee, and mm -hmm. it has an executive committee. I was on the executive committee for a while. I'm not anymore. I'm just a lowly precinct committeeman and state committeeman right now. So find your committee, and then don't keep your cards close to your vest. Don't let on that you're a Trump supporter. Go in and see who's running that committee. Talk to them on the phone. Email them. It, you got to be the squeaky wheel. Everybody yeah. in our party is a volunteer. It's a part-time thing that they yeah. get to when they have the time. So you might have to make, like I did the first time back in 2007, I must have made 15 phone calls before finally I got somebody, okay? Because one volunteer will hand it over to another volunteer and then it gets lost through the cracks. Yeah. So you just got to be the squeaky wheel. Then find where your committee meets. Go to that committee meeting and say, hi, I'm Dan Schultz. I'm a Republican. Uh, I'd like to be a, become a member of this party. Do you have a handbook for make how, how that happens? Do you have a set of bylaws to read? Uh, uh, I just got an email before I came on from a guy in Wisconsin. Uh, he said he went to his meeting. He says it, they were not welcoming. When I asked for the bylaws, this guy got all huffy, you know? I mean, <laughs> like, how dare you ask for our bylaws? You know, I mean, that's what, that's the rules of the road, right? And so that's right. find your committee, find the meeting, go there, try to find out who the other conservatives are. What I did at my first meeting way back in 2007, they asked us to stand up and say who we were. I said, I'm mm -hmm. Dan Schultz and I'm a Fred head, Fred Thompson, right? The primary yeah. season was there going on. McCain was yeah. in the primary. I said, mm -hmm. I don't like John McCain. I don't I understand I really why. Don't I don't like, like John McCain, McCain either. Yeah. And, and, yeah. But then I said, but I'm a I'm a good Republican. I'm a conservative in the primary guy, Republican in the general. If John McCain yeah. gets the nomination, I will do everything I can to get him elected because I knew who this other guy was on the Democratic side, Barack Hussein Obama. And yeah. he was bad news, wasn't he? And so, again, like I said at the beginning, there's this old Russian saying, there's only one party. And that's the party in power. And we've let the Democrats come to power in the worst place possible, the presidency. And we got to fix yeah. that. And the best way to fix that in the short term is to have a resounding success in the 2022 midterm elections, changing the House, changing yeah. the Senate, stopping everything then. And for those who say, yeah, but what about how they're going to steal the elections again with the Dominion software? And, you know, the best way to fix that is to fill up all these vacant PC slots as soon as possible, which sends a signal to those legislators and call them and say, I'm Dan Schultz. I'm a precinct committeeman or I'm becoming a man and I'm recruiting every other person I know to become a precinct committeeman. And if you don't fix election stuff for us. Yeah. You're toast in your next primary. That gets their attention. Trust right. me, it That's gets right. their attention. 
the really does. gets their attention because they're the number one priority of a politician that's the number one priority yes. of a politician that's in office is always to get reelected, and anything that threatens that, they're going to try to address it. Uh, if they're good, exactly. they'll address it uh, from the perspective of the citizens that are calling them. Uh, uh, but they will try to address that uh, if they think that their election, their re-election is threatened. And you're exactly right, man. We, we've got to, uh, we've got a very short window of opportunity too. The other thing that these committee, precinct committee men and women can do though, is in addition to just putting pressure on the legislators, they can insist those state legislators actually draft legislation and get it passed uh, that, does away with things like electronic voting systems if we can't secure them and make them uh, reliable and give the people of the United States, uh, you know, the the confidence that that election is is, uh, is proper and go back to a paper system if it's necessary to do that right. until we get it figured out. But it's at the state legislature and these committee men and women can make that happen. Just them on their own if we have the seats filled, right? Right. Right. We have to fill yeah. up all the seats. There's no question. There's no question in my mind. If instead of having only one third of our slots filled here in Arizona, in the Republican Party, mm -hmm. if we had a hundred percent of them filled, there's no question in my mind that our state legislators would have done a better job. They would have done a better job overseeing our secretary of state and not allowing her to do what she did, make up new laws, which they were supposed to oversee her and say, no, you don't, you can't do that. They should have been publicly saying to our secretary of state, you can't change these laws just because of COVID. We yeah. make the laws. You don't have any right to do that. They didn't do that. Wow. And then after the election, when it was over with, everybody and their dog knew it was fraudulent, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't yeah. do anything. And the reason, and it's, I'm convinced they would have done something if we would have had all of our conservatives in the state filled, filling these slots. They had filled them back in 2020 and then picking up the phone and saying, you guys got to do something now. This was a fraudulent election. The constant, I did it. I mean, I sent them an email. I, I laid it out soup to nuts for them. Real yeah. short email, real simple. Constitution gives you the power, plenary authority to fix the election fraud. And only that. it invalid, then you then you select the, the, the rightful electors. They didn't do it. And they didn't yeah. do it because there weren't enough people who were in the process. And they're thinking, well, you know, the stat if the status quo sta stays the same, I'll mm -hmm. get reelected. The people will forget. We got to show them that we're not going to forget. And the best way to show them is by doing it physically, yeah. stepping up to the plate, filling one of these vacant slots, volunteering to fill it. The way it works here in Arizona, it's pretty much first come, first serve. If you're a bona fide Republican, the, the county chairs, they're not going to turn you away. You're a volunteer for crying out loud. Why would they yeah. turn around a volunteer who wants to help the party? They have the power to say no, though here mm -hmm. in Arizona by statute. And I think in most states, the county chairs have the authority to not appoint anybody unless they do, they want to. But if you've got a line, I've got that one graphic I use with Bannon where there's a line out the door to a, a local county committee yeah. meeting. If there's a line out the door of people wanting to volunteer, you think they're going to turn them away? It's political suicide to do that. 
So we got to organize, we got to unite politically. Where we best place to do that is in our local party committees at those meetings as full fledged precinct committeemen. So that's my message to everybody. So Get Dan, Dan, how, what 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 specifically are they signing up for when they volunteer to do this? I mean, how much time is committed? In those, what's that commitment look like? Well, the ma the magic word you just said there was volunteer, because yeah. you're a volunteer. You're like yeah. a member of a yacht club, right? Nobody can tell you to go stand on the corner with a clipboard and get signatures. If you want to volunteer to do it, you can. You're a volunteer. You put into it as much or as little as you want, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Some states do have like meeting requirements. Florida does. They want you to come to the yeah. meetings. And if you're not going to make a monthly meeting, they want to know why. You know, yeah. they want an excuse, some valid excuse. But that's not right. the way it is here in Arizona. So you put into it whatever you want. But the key thing is this, two key things. You elect then, you get to vote for who runs our party all the way up to the RNC, okay? That's key. And then secondly, you get access to the get out the vote software for your precinct to help get mm -hmm. out the vote for the best candidates, both in the primary and in the general. And if there is, let's say there's two Republicans running, like in my legislative district, if I, right. some legislative district committee bylaws say, we will not allow per our bylaws, an endorsement by the committee. But ours are silent. So uh, if there was a real good conservative and I felt I could get a majority of the precinct committeemen in my mm -hmm. legislative district to vote yeah. to endorse the good conservative, not the other person, we could do that. Then they can go everywhere and say, I've been, I'm running for the state legislature from legislative district 18. I've been endorsed by legislative, the precinct committeemen of legislative district 18. They want me over this other person. That's powerful. Okay. And we did that one time for a candidate mm -hmm. for um, a county uh, uh, attorney. We call district attorneys here in Arizona county attorneys, Bill Montgomery. He didn't have much name recognition. He was running against two rhinos. After we endorsed him at the county committee, I was there that night when it happened. I was one of the people who voted for him. We had to do it by mm -hmm. supermajority. Bill went everywhere and said, now, I look, the county committee endorsed me. Well, the next day, one of the two guys dropped yeah. out wow. because Bill had gotten that endorsement. And he got elected in mm -hmm. the primary, and then he won the general. And now he's on the Arizona Supreme Court, and he's a West Pointer, too. He's about Absolutely. 10 years younger than me as well. Fantastic. Nice guy, good, decent man. And um, and I believe he won because enough conservatives were on our county committee at the time. Mm -hmm. We had to have a 60%, 60% of 30. And the wow. bare 60% voted. The chairman got to abstain and mm -hmm. he got the endorsement. So that's another thing that precinct committeemen do. They endorse, they can endorse candidates the best candidates and it carries weight with the voters because most wow. Americans, as you know, don't like politics. They don't pay politics. Those of us who yeah. like, well, I don't like politics either. I just know it's I can't my, stand civic it. duty, my civic duty to do this yeah. stuff. Okay. It is for my, my kids. The only reason I'm doing this is because I have children. If I didn't have any children, I'd probably be fishing right now. Okay. But I have kids and I don't want them to live in a socialist hellhole, and that's coming if we don't 
prevent it. And there's a, and the best way to prevent it is to get involved in our party as precinct committee, period. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Dan. It is coming. I can guarantee it just like you can, that if we do nothing, that is going to happen. And I have kids and grandkids and I don't want them to inherit a socialist hellhole either. Uh, I'll say it shithole, uh, because I've seen enough of those and, uh, from Europe to Asia, you know, and it's just terrible, uh, when we end up doing that. So when, when, uh, when you, do you have a state group or a state contact for each state on your blog on the website? Is there um, one there? No, but like I said, I have, I have information for all 50 states and that I'm glad you okay. asked that because one of the things we're trying to do, I have, I have contacts in just about every, I, there might be mm. some exceptions, but I have go-to people. Like if someone from Maryland says, Hey, I want to be, how does it work in Maryland? I just send them to those people. Uh, Michigan, yeah. same thing. Uh, uh, California, I have 10 or 12 people. I don't have a person okay. in every county yet in California, but I have people in San Diego County, LA County, Riverside, San Bernardino, a bunch of the others, okay? okay. Uh, so the best thing to do is go to my blog and um, you can contact me there uh, by leaving a comment and just say, hey, I'm in this state. A lot of people have done it that way. The other way is the the, the email address that I give out now is uh, it's a proton mail address. Cold Warrior 1978, Cold Warrior 78 at protonmail.com. <clears throat> Send me an email. Please tell me, just tell me what state you're in and what mm -hmm. county you're in, because that helps if with respect to like California. Uh, and yeah. then and then I, I'll shoot you to somebody who can help if I have somebody for that state. One of the things we're thinking about doing um, is we're trying to find the right platform. You know, Mike Lindell's coming out with his new platform. I've been, yeah. I'm on CloudHub, I'm on Gab, I'm on uh, MeWe. Okay. I'm trying to get completely off of Facebook, completely off of Twitter. I don't even go to Twitter anymore. Um, completely off of uh, uh Google products, not Gmail anymore. I'm just going to shut down. I'm using ProtonMail because it's secure. MeWe is good. Gab is good. CloudHub is good. And what we're trying to do is grow out maybe on one of these platforms. I don't know which one yet. Um, mm -hmm. A network of people who are precinct committeemen and, and want to help others become precinct committeemen in each state. And even yeah. the five territories and uh, dc um because mm -hmm. dc and the five territories also have three people on the rnc there's 168 That's members right. yeah um, and okay. there's 50 uh, uh, there's 150 from the 50 states and then three from the territories the five territories and dc 168 wow and we've got to elect better people to those positions one of another reason why is presidential debate commission debate commission that's those aren't debates <laughs> and not debates. guess who's got guess who entered into that contract the rnc uh, the rnc yeah if i'd have had donald trump's ear i would have told donald trump to i would have said tell Ron, romney mcdaniel and tell reigns Priebus before her 
I ain't doing those debates. I'll yeah. debate Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden anytime, anywhere in a real debate. Uh, why doesn't the RNC break that contract? Well, guess who's on the debate commission? A whole bunch of former RNC members who make a whole bunch of money. They do. Yeah. Over the course of four years, somehow they get paid a whole bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's exactly work. why it keeps going. It's about money and it's power, a, a, money and yeah, power. Exactly. Money and, and power. But, but, but the president could have said, I'm not doing it anymore. Our presidential candidate, president Trump. And yeah. then before that, when he was a candidate, he could have said to the R to them, I'm not doing it. And they couldn't have said any, done anything about it. And he should have done it, but I don't know who yeah. was advising him. But yeah, he, I don't. I don't know who was advising him either. RNC. Yeah, uh, I mean, he had he, he had those of us out here that that push his policies. I mean, I ran on the same policies that he won on uh, in 20, 2016. So, it, it, but I ran in twenty fourteen on those policies. That's how I knew they were good. Uh, it, yeah. uh, but I don't know who he was listening to. You know on a day-to-day -day basis because people that I know that I thought were in the inner circle ha have sent messages to him about, Hey, you need to get your personnel policy under control. You're hiring too many insiders and you know, you, you're hiring RNC people to be your staff and, and all that. And they're not in favor of your policies, you know? Uh, but, uh, right. we never saw it. We never saw him come around on that. Hopefully we can do that now. Uh, and we can do that from the ground up going through this process and using this strategy to get these seats filled. Because I think there's like 400,000 of these seats in the country and only about half of them are filled. Is that right? Dan? Right. Yeah, we, okay. need, we need to we need 200,000 saviors of the republic among the 74 million MAGA America firsters. That's three tenths. That's less than three tenths of one percent of 74 million. <clears throat> Yeah. If you become a precinct committeeman, you're part of the elite. You're yeah. less than one in a hundred. You're like point, you're eight tenths of 1% of all Republicans when everything's filled up. Right now, only about three tenths of 1% of all Republicans are in our party. If you're a precinct wow. committeeman, right here, I see, where is it? Over here? Oh, no. Over here. Over here. Um, yeah, you, you got um, it up there. The uh, the if you're a precinct committeeman, you're part of the elite. You're a ball player in the real ball game of politics. If you're not a precinct yeah. committeeman, you're outside the meetings. You're a spectator. Precinct committeeman elect the people who write the party platform, right up on the yep. RNC level. That's right. Precinct right. committeeman elect everybody in the party. If there are no precinct committeemen, there's no party. Just because you registered, like in some states you can register for a party, just because you filled out a registration form and checked the R box, that doesn't make you a member of anything. That makes you a voter, period. Yeah. And, make, and then yeah. if you send $20 foolishly to the RNC mm -hmm. and get to get that little blue embossed sustaining member of the RNC card, like I did foolishly <laughs> many years ago, yeah. and I now still, because of that, keep getting... Every day, emails, every month. I did too. Mail, all of those RNC committees. You're not a sustaining member of anything. You're not a member of anything. You're a donor. That's right. That's and, right. You're a and donor. And so even though I'm a precinct committeeman, they'll send me something like, we haven't heard from you in a while, Dan. You know, uh, what do you mean you haven't heard from me? I've been a, a precinct committeeman the last 11, 12 years. 
I've been on uh -huh. the county committee as an officer, elected officer. I've been a state committeeman. I've been a state convention delegate. Haven't heard from me. What are you talking about? I'm in the party. But see, they don't care. What they exactly. care about is getting rubes to send them money with these scare tactics like, oh, my God, oh, my God, look at what the Democrats are doing. We're going to fix it. Fill out this survey. And then they don't do anything. Well, yep. it's our fault. That's We've right. got to do something. We've got to make our party better so that the people who we send to Washington and into the state legislatures do fight for our rights and do better, do a better job with COVID like Christy Noem did in South Dakota, like yeah. um, DeSantis did down in Florida. Not like in my state here with Doug, what's his name? I think his real name is Roscoe, but he goes by Ducey. Guys <laughs> like that who don't have a brain, don't have a spine, and are fake conservatives. He's he's heavily into the deep state. He's heavily yeah. into health care and vaccines. And that's why our state bankrupted all of these small businesses for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Because he was he was he was dancing to somebody's tune. I don't know whose it is exactly, but you know. Uh, we got to elect yep. better people. We got to elect better people. Somebody else, you know? and, and Dan, I know you've got to run here, but uh, just give the rundown of your handles on the social media that you use, uh, like Gab and that uh, kind of thing. Well, really, the only thing I do on social media is now is uh, I'm on, um, I have a, a group on MeWe. I have a group on Gab. I have a group on CloudHub. And the easiest okay. way to find them it, they all have the word precinct in them. So if you search on groups for precinct, you'll find it's it's all three of them have these words in them: precinct committeeman strategy. And then the other the only other place that I like to post information is on my blog, uh, which is precinctstrategy.com. And I'm constantly, mm -hmm. as people are sending me information, adding to that list of materials for each state. So that when you get there, you go look at your state, go down, find it, and then there'll be several links, hopefully, for your state where, like, for example, Florida has a really good, it's Pasco County, has a really good tutorial page yeah. that says this is how you become a PC in Florida. So okay. I have that link there. So that's what I do. I do occasionally uh, tweet on Twitter uh, about the precinct committeeman strategy. I'm Dan Schultz, too. D-A-N-S-C-H-U-L-T-Z number two uh, on okay. Twitter. All right. Well, thank you very much, Dan. We appreciate it. Thank you for serve your service to this country, oh, your yeah. continued service well, yours to too. this country. Yours too. And, you know, it's uh, an honor and a pleasure. You know, I will I will I find did. your groups uh, and uh, and I'll okay. also I'll send you an email on Proton uh, with a link to the show once we get it published. It publishes out on Thursdays, Great. folks. Uh, just as a reminder, and you can also share it on Facebook and all the social channels that we've been live I, on. I will do that. We appreciate it. We appreciate it, uh, Dan. Uh, God bless you. God bless Thanks your family. Up. And uh, thank you, you so much, sir, for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Bye-bye. I got to run. Bye-bye. Take care. Well, folks, uh, that was uh, Dan Schultz of PrecinctStrategy.com. Uh You've seen him on the war room with Bannon, uh, and uh, we've got to get this word out. So once we get this show published uh, on Thursday, please share it. Uh, uh, 
we're being suppressed on social media pretty dramatically since September of last year. Uh, it's gotten worse in 2021 since the uh, current president uh, started occupying the White House. And of course, the Speaker of the House built Fort Pelosi and is having a military occupation of the nation's capital. So, uh, so please share it. Uh, and uh, don't forget, it's up to us. And we have the power to do this job. It's very basic and very simple and not very time consuming. Go out there and volunteer to be a precinct committee man or woman and start from there and encourage your neighbors that you know are good conservatives that believe in America first policies to go out and do it too. So next up, uh, we're going to play an ad from our sponsor, uh, author Dennis Haw, The Road to Americanism book. Uh, if you're worried about your kids, what they're being taught at school, whether it's the truth or not about how America was founded, get this book and have them read it and teach them from it uh, in a little homeschool session, and you'll be assured that they know how America was founded and how we got to where we're at. So here's a word from our sponsor. I'm retired Colonel Rob Manis. Your kids and grandkids are being taught to hate America in public schools using flawed ideas like the 1619 Project. You can provide an antidote to this disease of hate for all America stands for. It's Dennis Hawes, The Road to Americanism. You can make sure our young people learn to love America and become the citizens we need to protect her future. Order The Road to Americanism on Amazon.com right now.